Christmas represents so many things to us as Christians in our faith and also to us as grieving parents. Now that we're on this side of losing our child, Christmas probably brings a lot of mixed emotions. Uh, It's filled with things that reminds us that our child's not here, but it also represents something that I view in a different light now that I've lost Sam. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the gift that Jesus gave us when he came to earth. It's the greatest gift that anyone could ever give us. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us, and that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam, and it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. So we all know the Christmas story. It's the beginning of the greatest story ever told. Jesus leaving heaven, coming to earth to take on our sin, to take the punishment that we deserved so that we could have everlasting life with him in heaven. So today I wanted to break down um, a pretty popular verse when you think of this time of year, Jesus coming to earth, um, and all the gifts that that brings us, that his birth brings us. Five different gifts. The very last one is, in my opinion, the greatest gift that he could ever have given us as grieving parents. So the verse is Isaiah 9, 6. So I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to break it down into these gifts that his birth brought us. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So in that verse, it describes Jesus in four different ways. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And I just kind of want to dive into each one of those and what that means for us and how we can use that to help us keep living this life without our child, partnered with him. So the first one is Wonderful Counselor. How many times in life have you said, I wish that there was a manual that told me what to do in this situation? I wish life had a manual. I just don't know what to do. Those are the times in life that you can depend on Jesus as your wonderful counselor. When Jesus was here on earth, he was the counselor. He taught his disciples and all the people that were around him, but that's all he could reach, right? He couldn't be a counselor to everybody in the world all at the same time. He was limited to his human body, and he could only teach and influence the people that were directly in his presence, his disciples and the people that gathered around him to hear him teach. But when he left, when he went to heaven, he sent us the Holy Spirit, who was able to be with each one of us all at the same time, and he is our counselor. John 14, 16, and 17 says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The Greek word for the word advocate in that verse is parakletos, 
which I'm probably not saying right, <laughs> but we'll go with that. Um, Parakletos means counselor, advisor, and helper. So Jesus is telling us that he is going to, when he leaves, he's going to send us a counselor, an advisor, a helper to help us in all the times what we say in life, I wish I knew what to do. What do I need to do? We don't have to figure it out alone. We have the Holy Spirit who helps us, who teaches us, who guides us, who instructs us and helps us know what to do in these situations. I have a blog post Uh, that goes actually into the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to kind of dive deeper into the other parts of the Holy Spirit. But next time that you are in a place that you just don't know what to do, reach out to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him for help. That's what He's there for. There's been so many times that I've had an idea come to my mind, or I've been praying and asking for wisdom and help, and and then something will come to my mind, and I know that it's the Holy Spirit giving me that idea, giving me that wisdom to know what to do in that situation. So He's there to counsel you, to help you. So the next term that um, is given to Jesus is mighty God. In that verse, mighty is a translation of the Hebrew word gibor. And gibor means strong, champion, helper, hero, mighty warrior. So Isaiah 9, 6 tells us that Jesus is the God of strength. He's the God of power. He's God, our champion, and God, our mighty warrior. So when you're facing a battle in your life, if you need victory over a situation, he is our mighty God. He is God, our champion. God, our mighty warrior who will fight for us on our behalf and give us the victory that we need over whatever it is we're facing in our life. So next time you're facing a battle, facing a hard time, something you need victory over, you can say, God, I call on you. You're my mighty God. You're God, my strength, you're God, my champion, you're God, my mighty warrior. And I thank you for giving me victory over this situation. The next word that's used is everlasting father. I know when we think of the word father, we automatically think of our earthly father. And depending on your situation, that could be good or bad. You could have had a very present, loving father that has kind of shaped the way you view God. But on the flip side, you could have had an absent father, an abusive father, a father who wasn't there for you. And so that could shape your view of God the Father. But I want you to take a look at God the Father through what Scripture tells us He is. Remove the the lens that you're looking at God the Father through, like when you're looking at it through the uh, how you know your earthly father to be. And I want you to look at God the Father the way Scripture tells us He is. And I actually have a free 31-day Scripture calendar that goes all into the heart of the Father, what He thinks of you, His characteristics, who He is based on what Scripture tells us. That's what we need to build the foundation of our view as God the Father on, not what our view of our earthly father is, whether good or bad. Even if you had a good father, my earthly father, you still don't need to use 
look at God through that lens. You need to look at the truth. Look at the scripture. What is what does the scripture tell us about God the Father? And that's what this free printable does. It goes takes 31 verses and there were so many. I just I had to pick 31, but I know that as you're reading through these scriptures and you're journaling through them each day that it will just bring you closer and closer to God the Father and and his character and what he thinks of you. And I know it will be such a blessing to you and will just kind of help you build that foundation that you can build your faith on, on who God the Father is and what he thinks of you. I will have that linked in the description of this episode and also on my website. Again, it's completely free. It's the calendar with the um, journaling pages and also scripture cards that you can print out. But I want to read just a few of them to you so you can really see this character of God the Father, and it tells us in this verse that it's everlasting. That means it never changes. These characteristics we can confidently build our faith on because they never go away. They never change. They are constant. And in this grief journey where there is nothing that's steady and constant, uh, our our emotions and everything is just up and down. It's like a roller coaster. Having something to be able to build our life and our faith on that is constant, that will never change, is invaluable. And so I highly encourage you to download this printable, go through these verses, and really begin to see God for who He is, that He's good and He's faithful, and He'll never leave you. That's the truth. That's the truth that we need to build our faith on and build our life on. So here's just a few of the verses that you'll go through that I just want to kind of speak over you so you can begin to see God, the Father, um, the way that Scripture wants us to see Him. Psalm 119.68 You are good, and what you do is good. Psalm 18.30 This God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Isaiah 41.10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And again, that's just a few of the verses that you'll find in that printable. So I pray that that the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father and figuring out who He is and know that the the truth that you find will be constant. It will be everlasting. So the last one that this verse gives us, but I wanted to add an extra one that I believe is the greatest gift that He's given us. But this last one in the verse is Prince of Peace. And if there's anything that we need in this grief journey, it's peace. Peace over our heart, peace over our mind, and the peace that he gives, it doesn't make sense, number one. Like, we shouldn't feel peace in this life that we're living now. So it doesn't make sense, but he gives it to us anyway. And that his peace is a lasting peace. It's a peace that won't go away. Or if we find ourselves in a situation where we've lost his peace, All we have to do is ask for it, and he'll give it to us. It says that he takes our heavy burden off of us and gives us his burden, which is light. Every time we ask, and I have found that to be true in my own journey and life, every time that the burden of missing Sam, that grief when it weighs so heavy on me, every time I've asked him, he has taken it off of me. He's so faithful. And so this Prince of Peace is someone we can call on every time 
that we have that heaviness and that chaos that kind of comes with all the emotions that come with grief, we can call out to Jesus, our Prince of Peace, and ask Him for that peace. Ask Him to take that heaviness off of us, and he'll, He will He'll every time. And in turn, He'll give us His peace, His burden, which is light. And He'll do that, I know, for the rest of our lives until we get to heaven and see our babies again. He will be there every step, our Prince of Peace. So I know you're thinking, Courtney, all of these things that you've said, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, those are all amazing gifts that he's given us that we can use in this grief journey that we're on. And I agree, like those are all amazing. But I still think that there's one more that it's not in this verse, but I have found that is an amazing gift that he has given us and that this season of Christmas represents, and that is hope. Hope is so powerful because of what Jesus did when he left heaven and came to earth. Because of that gift, we have hope that we can see our babies again, that when they left this earth, it wasn't goodbye. It was just see you later. And that hope that we will see them again, and when we do, we'll never have to say goodbye again, is the biggest gift that anyone could ever give us. And that is what this season represents. Because of the sacrifice that Jesus made, going from heaven to earth, gave us this precious gift that we can hold on to every moment till we see our babies again, that we can see them again. We have that hope. 1 Thessalonians 4.13 says, So you will not grieve like people who have no hope. We don't have to grieve like people who don't have Jesus. Because we have Jesus, we have that hope. His birth brought us hope. And so we can grieve with hope. The hope that we will see our babies again. And it will be forever. They're waiting for us in our home so that when we get up there, they can run up to us. They can give us a big hug. They can welcome us home and we'll never have to say goodbye again. And that, my friends, is the biggest gift and the greatest gift that we could ever have received. So as we go into this weekend that brings us Christmas, I want us to remember this gift that Jesus gave us. Christmas is so hard without our babies here, but I want us to go into the next few days remembering the hope that the birth of Jesus gave us. And we say thank you, Jesus, for all the gifts that your birth brought us, being our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting father, our prince of peace. And thank you for the hope that it gave us that we will see our babies again. I pray you all have an amazing Christmas surrounded by loved ones and the peace that only he can bring with the hope that his birth brought us, helping us keep walking step by step until we can see our babies again. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, friend. I hope this episode blessed you. 
the best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next time. Love you, friend.